Welcome to Grace and Glory Audio, featuring Pastor P.G. Matthew. Today, Pastor Matthew speaks on Salvation God's Way, preached September 18, 2011. If you have your Bible with you, please turn to 2 Kings chapter 5. Salvation God's Way. You don't tell God how you should be saved. You better listen to him. Be sinned against him. And he tells us how to be saved. So everyone hearing my voice today. If outside of Jesus Christ. Faces the terrible problem of death at any moment. You didn't think about that today did you? I'm just reminding you. The Bible says everyone is a sinner. And everyone daily practices sin. And the wages of sin is death. Eternal death. The sinner must die. And face Jesus Christ. The judge of all. So either one dies in Christ. Or one dies in their sins outside of Christ. And those who trusted in Jesus Christ and enjoy eternal life, we are told, having crossed over from death to life. That's what happens when you trust in Jesus Christ. You cross over into life. So today, if you hear my voice, Harden not your heart. Believe in Jesus and be saved. Why would you die? So in 2 Kings chapter 5, we read of a very great sinner, Naaman. His name means pleasant, gracious. A Syrian. He was the field marshal. For Ben headed the king. We are told he was a great man, highly regarded by the king, the number two man in Syria, a valiant soldier, and a very rich man. But he was a leper. I say every man. Unless a believer in Jesus Christ is a leper in disguise. Presidents, senators, kings and queens, rich and famous, stars, sheikhs and the wretched poor. Every man is a leper in disguise. Their disguise is their wealth, houses, yachts, airplanes, air force one, two and three and four. Expensive clothes. Frequent partying. Rich foods. Expensive wines and dope. Diamonds and hairdos. But they all are lepers. In the scriptures a leper is a type of a sinner. Unclean and dying. There were plenty of lepers in Israel also. 
And this leprosy was not Hansen's bacillus. Biblical leprosy covered a wide variety of skin diseases, including some highly contagious and incurable diseases. Lepers were in desperate plight, and in Israel they were sequestered from society. Of course, some broke through isolation to come to Jesus to be healed. There were swelling, scabs, white spots, bright or dark patches, or flaking skins. We read, God punished Miriam, sister of Moses, for her insubordination and arrogance. God punished her with leprosy. Also God punished King Uzziah with leprosy. For his arrogance. And Uzziah died of leprosy. To heal some form of leprosy was humanly impossible. It was like raising the dead. I say every sinner is like a leper. Only God can cure him as God healed Miriam. We read of Jesus who healed 10 lepers in Luke 17. And we read that in a war between Syria and Israel, God gave victory to Syria through General Naaman. This tells you victory or defeat in war between nations is due to the sovereign will. Of our God. As a result of this God granted Syrian victory. An Israelite teenager girl. Probably a daughter of a prophet of God in Israel. Was taken captive. And providentially she became a maid. In the house of General Naaman. This unnamed Jewish girl was a great believer in the Lord. Like Obadiah, she belonged to the small group of believers in Israel. Like Daniel, this 13-year-old loved the Lord with all her heart. Though a captive, she served the Lord in Syria. Though she never had a course in evangelism, the Holy Spirit enabled her to witness to her mistress. And listen to what she says. If only my master would see the prophet who is in Samaria, he would cure him of his leprosy. Elisha the prophet had never cured a leper before. Then how could she say this? But the girl knew her God was able to do this through the prophet in Israel. Because all things are possible with the God of Israel. In truth, she was prophesying. We read in 
Joel's prophecy, your sons and daughters shall prophesy when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. She was prophesying the God of Israel would surely cure my master. Even though he never did cure any lepers so far. Let me ask you. Do we witness naturally to the saving power of Jesus Christ? What about your kids 13 year old? What are they doing? 15 year old, 17 year old. 18 year old, what are they doing? Learn something from this little girl. Growing up in a foreign country. Shining as light. Witnessing to the saving power of Jesus Christ. Jesus saves, friends, every sinner who repents and believes on him. That's the truth. Because it is stated in the Bible. Jesus saves every sinner. This teenager said, The God of Israel would surely heal my master of his leprosy through the prophet in Samaria. There existed at this time a truce between Israel and Syria. So Ben-Hadad, king of Syria, wrote a letter to Jehoram, king of Israel. That he might heal his good friend Naaman. With this letter Naaman set out to Samaria. The prophet of God is in Samaria. So he must go to Samaria. He must go to where the healing is. By way of application people must go today where the gospel is preached. Where gospel is preached is where God is present to save sinners who repent. So travel to churches where the gospel is clearly proclaimed. And avoid like a plague a church that refuses to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. Grace Valley Christian Center is where the gospel is proclaimed and sinners are being saved. Only Jesus cures the leprosy of sin. And Jesus is here to save you. But the letter of Ben-Hadad did not mention the name of Elisha. The assumption was the prophet is under the thumb and control of the king. So Jehoram was to command Elisha to heal Naaman. So Naaman finally arrived in Samaria at the palace of Jehoram. It's a wrong place. Just like the wise men from the east arrived at the palace of Herod. What can Herod do? Nothing. This king of Israel was a pagan. He worshipped only Baal. And Baal is a fake god. Jehoram was terrified. He thought Ben-Hadad was seeking an occasion for their war. But Elijah told him to send Naaman to him. 
that Naaman might know that there is a true prophet in Israel who is able to heal this incurable leprosy by the power of the Lord God of Israel. Naaman came to Elisha's place with great pomp. Several chariots, horses, servants. And he was clothed in rich garments covering up his leprosy. He wore many medals and other rich ornaments. He brought gifts, five million dollars. Five million dollars. 750 pounds of silver, 150 pounds of gold and 10 rolls of cloth material. Price of salvation. Price of healing leprosy. Of a single person. Yes, Naaman will pay for his salvation. But Elisha must treat him with all dignity due him. He's not an average sinner. According to Naaman, sinners come in three classes. First class, second class, and third class. Naaman belongs to the first class. He expected Elisha, his social inferior, to come out of his house, stand humbly before him, call on Jehovah his God, wave his hand over the deceased area, and cure his leprosy for him. For five million bucks. God of Israel. Never heals an arrogant sinner. There is only one class of sinners. The worst class. Whether publican or Pharisee. Saul or Syrian leper. Mr. Naaman. Every sinner. Must repent. And believe in Jesus Christ. Salvation is by grace alone, through faith alone, in Jesus Christ alone, of the Holy Scriptures alone, for the glory of God alone. No proud sinner will ever be saved unless he trusts in Jesus Christ alone. Who is this Lord Jesus Christ? He is perfect God and perfect man. One divine person in two natures. His death on the cross atoned all the sins of elect sinners. You must believe that. He died for our sins and was raised for our justification. He is the Lord of all. He is the prophet, the priest and the king. His word is truth. He alone is the savior. All other religions and gods are fake and frauds. This Jesus Christ is coming again to judge the living and the dead. He calls out, come unto me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. He sends the arrogant empty away. He heals the broken hearted. He tells the rich. Let your five million dollars perish with you in hell. 
Mr. Naaman, don't make up your own way of salvation. He said, I thought he would come out and he would do this and that for five million dollars. Surrender totally to God's way of salvation, friend, if you want to be saved. God humbles the mighty and exalts the humble. The gospel is the gospel of the cross. If it offends you, it offends you because of your pride. The gospel is the power of God and the wisdom of God. We glory in the gospel of the cross. Because like the publican and the thief on the cross, we confess that we are miserable sinners. And Jesus Christ, the sinless Son of God, died on the cross for our sins, for all of our sins. So God justified us. We have been healed by his stripes. We are saved forever by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone, as told in the scripture alone, for the glory of God alone. And we boast in the Lord alone. Salvation is found only in Jesus Christ. Who is Jesus? You ask. He is Jesus Christ the Jew. Jesus Christ God incarnate. Jesus Christ son of Abraham. Son of David. Jesus Christ who alone was without sin. Jesus Christ. Who always obeyed the Father completely. Jesus Christ who died and was buried. Jesus Christ who was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father. Jesus Christ who is the sovereign ruler of the universe. Jesus Christ the only savior of sinners. Jesus Christ who said I am the way, the truth and the life. Jesus Christ the coming judge of all. Every person who ever lived, including Muhammad, will stand before this Jesus Christ and be judged by him. Whether Jew or Gentile, rich or poor, educated or ignorant, high-born or low-born, no difference. There is only one Savior, our Lord Jesus Christ, who is here to save you today. Naaman thought up his own way of salvation. He's the first class sinner. Oh, here is the first class sinner. He must, he says, he must come through a different gate. He must have a more dignified gospel, not the gospel of the cross. No, Naaman, you listen to Elisha. He is not your inferior. You are the servant of Ben-Hadad. Elisha is the servant of God. He speaks God's word. So listen and do what God says to you through him. Elisha wanted to humble the arrogant Naaman. So he sent Gehazi to him. He did not go himself to greet him. And he says, Mr. Naaman, you are the leper and here is the cure. This is the solution which the politician Jehoram 
the Baal worshipper did not have. Let me tell you, no politician can solve the most serious human problem of human sin. So Elisha said, you want solution? This is my solution. Go down to Jordan River. Not to rivers of Damascus, Abana and Farpal. To immerse yourself in it seven times. Your incurable leprosy will be healed. When you obey what I told you. The Bible says, look to me and be saved all you ends of the earth. For I am God and there is no other. Condition and promise. Friends, this is the gospel. Look and live. Believe and be saved. Wash and be clean. Repent and be forgiven. Look to the cross and be saved. So Isaiah says in Isaiah 55. Come all you who are thirsty. Come to the waters. And you who have no money. Come buy and eat. Come buy wine and milk. Without money and without cost. Why spend money on what is not bread and your labor on what does not satisfy? Listen, listen to me and eat what is good and your soul will delight in the richest of fare. Your silver and gold cannot save you. Your position and power cannot save you. You are a leper. You are dying. God saves sinners his way. No other medicine avails but the gospel medicine. Sinner, all your righteousness is like filthy rags. Believe in the gospel and be clothed in the perfect righteousness of Jesus Christ. Do this today. Today. Cross over death to everlasting life. The arrogant Naaman was furious at this God's way of salvation. He was what? Offended. Preaching of the gospel. Offense the arrogant. Your offense proves you are arrogant and you are about to fall. Pride goes before fall. He was offended by the gospel. He was not given the preferential treatment. Like Felix, Festus and King Agrippa. Naaman was offended. Listen to Felix. Acts 24-25. As Paul discoursed on righteousness, self-control and the judgment to come. Felix was afraid and said, that's enough. Offended. That's enough for now. You may live. When I find it convenient, I'll send for you. King Agrippa II. He was a big first class sinner. Very proud man. And he told 
to Saint Paul, then Agrippa said to Paul, Do you think that in such a short time you can persuade me to be a Christian? I'm a big man. False prophets do not preach the gospel of the cross. They take your money and preach what you thought up. Pleasant things. Not Elisha. Elisha, like Micaiah, was a true prophet. Mr. Naaman almost lost his salvation. But his wise servants, through respect and sound reasoning, persuaded him. Yet it was the Holy Spirit that caused him to be born again instantly. So he humbled himself and went down. Write this down. Regeneration precedes repentance and faith. God must perform this supernatural action. Regeneration. Before anybody can repent or believe. So Mr. Naaman, the field marshal, the general, the rich man, went down toward the Jordan. Down to the river. Down from the chariot. He stripped down of his regalia showing his leprosy. He went down into the dirty waters of Jordan. He immersed himself not five times, six times, seven times. According to the word of the man of God. Obedience. Where there is obedience, there is faith. Where there is faith, there is obedience. And you wanted salvation without obedience, you will never have it. And he was cured of his leprosy as the Hebrew maid prophesied. Mr. Naaman was saved. He was healed physically. He was saved spiritually forever. Like the Samaritan leper of Luke 17. Who came back to Jesus to thank him. Believer Naaman goes back to Elisha to thank him and confess his faith in the God of Israel alone. Listen to his true and exclusive confession. Now I know that there is no God in all the world except in Israel. The Samaritans confessed in John 4 and verse 42 that Jesus Christ is what the savior of the whole world. Isaiah said in Isaiah 43 verse 11, I even I am the Lord and apart from me there is no savior. Yeah, this is a free country. You can be a Hindu, a Mohammedan, anything you want. But you cannot find salvation in any of these religions. You cannot find it in materialism, in philosophy, science. No, it cannot save you, sir. Isaiah 44 verse 6. This is what the Lord says. Israel's king and redeemer, the Lord Almighty. I am the first and I am the last. Apart from me, there is no God. God of Israel, God of the covenant, God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. 
God of Moses and Elisha is the only true God. All other gods are fakes, frauds and demons. Baal, Malak and Chemosh are frauds, says Mr. Believer Naaman. And he also says, God of Syria, my former God, Rimon, is a fraud. And then he says, from this day forward, I worship the God of Israel, the covenant Yahweh, only. Mr. Naaman became an exclusivist. Unlike Solomon and many Christians of today who believe in inclusivism and pluralism. Now Jesus Christ alone is the Savior. You don't want to believe in him, you will not be saved. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And we read in Acts 4.12, salvation is found in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. And St. Paul says, now to the king eternal, immortal, invisible, the only God, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. Friends, heart is deceitful above all things, desperately wicked. Only the triune God of Israel can regenerate and give you a new heart and a new mind. Notice the instant change of Naaman's thinking and humble behavior. Before he thought he was superior to Elisha, now he calls himself the servant of Elisha. Five times he says. Mr. Naaman desires to give Elisha a gift, five million bucks. Unlike many modern ministers, Elisha in the name of God refuses it. Salvation is by grace, you cannot buy salvation. Psalm 49, 7 and 8, no man can redeem the life of another or give God a ransom for him. The ransom for a man's life is costly. No payment is ever enough. Jesus said, what good will it be for a man if he gains the whole world and lose his soul? What can a man give in exchange for his soul? And Peter says, for you know that it was not with perishable things such as silver or gold that you were redeemed from the empty way of life handed down to you from your forefathers, but with the precious blood of Christ, a lamb without blemish or defect. Five million bucks. No, sir. For it is by grace you've been saved through faith and this not from your souls. It is is the gift of God, sir. St. Peter said to Simon Magus, who wanted to buy the Holy Ghost, let your money perish with you. Abraham said to King Sodom, I have raised my hand to the Lord God Most High, creator of heaven and earth, and have taken an oath, what is it? 
that I will accept nothing belonging to you, not even a thread or the thong of a sandal, so that you will never be able to say, I made Abraham rich. Maybe this is the words he had in his mind, Elijah. Elijah had needs to take care of, needs of the people, of the schools, of the prophets. He had a lot of needs, yet he would not cause Mr. Naaman to misunderstand the nature of salvation and of its infinite price. Just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. Friends, remember Jesus said, And there were many in Israel with leprosy in the time of Elisha the prophet, yet not one of them was cleansed except Naaman the Syrian. And we read about four lepers in 2 Kings 7 verse 3. They were not healed. Not even one Israeli leper was healed by Elisha. What is Jesus saying here? They could have been healed had they come to Elisha the prophet. In humility, in repentance, in faith. Not even one came. But they did not. So they were not healed, sir. There are people outside the kingdom here. You could be saved today. Not tomorrow, today, sir. Because one who is greater than Elisha is here. Elisha means my God saves. One who is greater than Elisha is here. Jesus is here. His name is Jesus. For he shall save his people from their sins. And there are sinners here. Who are outside of Christ. Ready to die in your sins. Name and believed the gospel of the young Israeli girl and traveled all the way to Samaria to Elijah to be saved. He went home cleansed of his leprosy and justified by faith. Here is the gospel. Look and live. Wash and be clean. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. Don't be offended. Don't be angry. At truth. Don't be offended by the gospel. Follow the way of Naaman. Follow him to the river Jordan. Obey the word of Elisha. Go down, down, down again. And come up healed and saved. And go out with joy walking. With God's people to the city of God. Go down sir. Go down, madam. Go down, son. Go down, daughter. Go down now. Go down today. Because now is the accepted time. And now is the day of salvation. By grace alone, through faith alone. Friends, there is no private, customized plan of salvation. For dignified sinners. There is only one plan. That works.
All other plans fail. Jeremiah said it. Jeremiah 2 verse 22. Although you wash yourself with soda. And use an abundance of soap. The stain of your guilt is still before me. Declares the sovereign Lord. And then he says in Jeremiah 3.22. Return faithless people. I will cure your backsliding. And the response, yes, we will come to you, for you are the Lord our God. St. John says in 1 John chapter 1, but if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus, his son, purifies us from all our sins. Those who go down to Jordan. To the waters of Jordan. Will surely go in peace. In 2 Corinthians. Chapter 1 and verse 2. And other places. Grace and peace to you. From God our Father. And the Lord Jesus Christ. Heavenly Father. May people call upon the name of the Lord to be saved. And follow the way of Naaman. Down, 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 down. Into the waters of Jordan. And come up. Healed. In Jesus name. Amen.